Welcome to the Cover Crop Strategies podcast. I'm Sarah Hill, Associate Editor. Montag Precision Metering Equipment is helping producers achieve their yield goals while saving on seed and input costs. For establishing cover crops, Montag's family of seed platform equipment adapts to a variety of major brand delivery systems that will conserve seed and nutrients along with soil and water. Explore new options for your production and conservation goals with your Montag dealer or on the Montag Manufacturing website. Welcome to the Cover Crop Strategies podcast. I'm Sarah Hill, Associate Editor. Today, I'd like to introduce Jim Horman, Horman Health Services. Jim will be discussing the economics of cover crops. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. Thanks for having me. To get us started, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I went to Ohio State University and uh, I did get a uh, Bachelor of Science in Agriculture. Uh, I also have a Master's of Science in Agriculture Economics and a Master of Arts uh, in Business. And uh, if that wasn't enough, uh, I also worked on a PhD in Environmental Sciences. Uh, Then I worked for Ohio State uh, as an extension educator for about 24 years. And uh, then after that, uh, I worked as a soil health specialist for the uh, Natural Resource Conservation Service for three years. And uh, now I have my own business, uh, Horman Soil Health Services. Fantastic. Well, welcome. So let's just jump right into our, our, for our topic for the day. What do you see being the cost of tillage per acre? Well, that kind of varies a little bit depending on what part of the country you're in and you know, the price of fuel and, and the type of equipment and how many times you run across it. But on average, farmers are probably making several, you know, applications. Uh, and it can vary from probably 50 to $60 per acre. Now, with the price of fuel going up at least a third and equipment, it, it can be a little bit more than that. So on average, we're probably spending at least 50 to 60 bucks an acre. Ooh, and oil prices are definitely something that folks are concerned about right now. In addition to that, a, l- a lot of growers say that they use tillage to break up soil compaction. But when we look at the, mm-hmm. the dollar values, what is the cost of soil compaction? Soil compaction, first of all, is going to burn up your organic matter and it actually causes compaction. So it, it's not a long-term solution. It might take out a little bit of the compaction in that zone so you can get it planted, but then it's just gonna make it worse. And soil compaction can last nine to 10 years uh, once you get it in the soil. Some of the research we have from Ohio State shows that it reduces your corn yields uh, about 3% a year and maybe 10% on soybeans. So let's just use an example. Uh, If we have corn at say 200 bushel and we have a 3% reduction, that's about six bushel and I'm just going to use round figures here. Let's say corn's $5 a bushel. That's about $30 an acre, but that can, you know, be $30 an acre over about nine years. So it is a significant cost. It's going to hurt you more in a really dry year, or it can also hurt you when you have a lot of water and you have standing water and everything floods out. You know, if you look at soybeans, 50 bushel, let's say 10% loss on that, uh, that's five bushel. Let's just use ten dollars. That's that's almost fifty dollars an acre that you're losing um, for for quite a few years. 
Uh, the other thing you got to remember is you're tying up a lot of nutrients or, or you're losing nutrients. So we lose nitrogen with denitrification. Phosphorus, uh, soluble reactive phosphorus is released when we have compacted soils. And we're also getting something called uh, potassium induction, which you can apply uh, potassium fertilizer, but it gets tied up in the soil structure uh, when, when you have uh, compaction. And then you're also tying up your micronutrients. You know, the, one of the biggest things is we just have less water holding capacity due to all that poor soil structure uh, and, and hard pans due to that compaction. So there's a lot of hidden cost with soil compaction. Absolutely. When, when a grower is looking at maybe applying, say, a legume cover crop species, what kind of cost per acre are they looking at? Usually your legumes, uh, the seed cost is just a little bit higher, but you got to remember you're going to be getting some nitrogen out of that. So, and we're going to be using rhizobium bacteria. So each species has its own uh, rhizobium that you need to be putting on there. And that, that's really critical that you do that. Uh, most of the time we're finding out that uh, these rhizobia only last maybe 12 to 48 hours. So it's really helpful if you can do that at planting. But let's just use an example, something like a Balencia clover. Um, yeah, that's kind of a new, new one out there. Seeding rates very low, four to five pounds per acre. Prices kind of vary, but uh, it's probably going to go up this year. But, you know, like this last year, it was around three to three dollars and 50 cents a pound. So you've got somewhere between 12 to maybe as much as 20 dollars an acre in seed cost. You have to apply it. So, you know, add a cost for that 15 to 20 bucks. And then if you have to terminate it, uh, you might have another 20, 20 dollars in it. But you got to remember, uh, at least with Valencia, it has a real big leaf. And uh, you might get 200 pounds of nitrogen, up to 200 pounds of nitrogen. If we say that nitrogen's at about a dollar a pound, uh, that's $200 that uh, you might potentially uh, bring in. And uh, all that nitrogen should be available to that corn crop the next year. So let's let's take another example, and that would be hairy vetch. Hairy vetch, you're going to plant that at maybe 15 to 20 pounds to the acre. The cost really kind of varies, but say two to three dollars an acre, you might have uh, 30 to 60 dollars just in the cost uh, for the seed, got an application cost, and you're you're probably going to have to terminate that too. So add those costs in, you get 100 to 200 pounds out of that hairy batch and uh, at a dollar a pound, why that's probably going to pay for it and uh, maybe gain you a little bit more. So uh, um, all these uh, legumes this year are, are quite valuable for reducing fertilizer cost. Absolutely. So how then does a, a grass cover crop compare cost-wise per acre? Generally, uh, the grasses are a little cheaper, at least in the, in the seed cost, uh, but the seeding rates are, are probably a little bit higher. So probably the most common uh, one that we have is cereal rye. Generally, cereal rye has been kind of around $12 to $15 a bushel, and that's generally 50 to 60 pounds. There's about 60 pounds in a bushel, so you would put on maybe 50 to 60 pounds on, uh, depending on uh, and, uh, where you're at and uh, how late it is. The later it is, usually we have to increase the seeding rate about uh, 10 to 20%. That is one that does overwinter, so you're going to have a cost to terminate it. Right now, Roundup is really, really 
expensive. So a lot of guys are looking at crimper rollers and uh, you can uh, physically terminate that uh, just by uh, running the roller over it. But, you know, if you're going to be using Roundup, why that that is going to be a little bit more expensive this next year. I usually figure the, the price of the cover crop planted and terminated about equals the cost of your tillage. So the difference is with cover crops, you're building soil organic matter and you're making um, more nutrients plant available to that crop. You're also in, uh, improving your water holding capacity, uh, adding soil organic matter, improving the soil structure. And, and a big one is just keeping that soil in place. So those fibrous roots uh, really reduce the amount of erosion. Usually you got a really good cover crop. You won't hardly have any erosion. We're talking pounds, not tons per acre. The average boss across the United States is probably well above uh, four and a half to almost five tons per acre. So if you're saving that four to five tons of topsoil, and I'm just going to put a value on, uh, on topsoil at $10 an acre, that's you're roughly saving about $40 to $50 just on the amount of soil that you're saving. Uh, plus, if you look at how much nitrogen and phosphorus is in that soil, that could be another 100 to 150 bucks an acre. So it really does pay to, to have a good cover crop out there. Well, and it, it sounds like it adds up certainly over time and uh, uh, as you're doing it. Taking that a step further, can we put a, a dollar value on that soil organic matter as you're building it over time? There is a way of doing that. And, and probably the quick answer is it's going to be worth a lot more than what we can put a, a value on it. However, if we just look at what organic matter is worth just based on the price of fertilizer. So the amount of nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and sulfur, and, and, and even some micronutrients that we can kind of estimate a value of what it's worth. Now, again, it's worth at least two to three times this number. Uh, it's There probably isn't an easy way to put it on her, but it does give us a way to give, get an idea of what organic matter might be worth. So every 1% soil organic matter has about a thousand pounds of nitrogen. And roughly, these are very rough numbers, uh, 100 pounds of phosphorus. It actually could be like about 100 but we're just going to use round numbers, about 100 pounds of potassium and about 100 pounds of sulfur. So, you know, last couple of years, I've been putting a value on this uh, using uh, fertilizer, uh, what the cost of fertilizer was that year. And the value has been somewhere around $550 to $650 per acre. Well, don't have to tell you, but fertilizer costs have gone way up. So now uh, the, the the value of that soil organic matter just based on the fertilizer value is well over a thousand, you know, close to $1,200 an acre. And again, it's probably worth at least two to three times that. So that's for every 1% soil organic matter you have in your soil. What about the productivity rate of that soil organic matter? Does that have a dollar value as well? There's a really interesting study that I like to use at uh, Michigan State University they found that um, soil organic matter does increase yield and every 1% soil organic matter increased uh, their yield by about 12%, okay? So let's go back to our 200 bushel corn. If we increase that corn by 12%, 200 bushel times 12% increase, that's 24 bushel 
of corn and let's just put a, a dollar value of five bucks uh, a bushel on that, that's $120 an acre. If you look at soybeans, 50 bushel, uh, an acre times 12% increase in yield, that's about six bushel. And at say $10 uh, a bushel for soybeans, you know, you're roughly at $60 an acre. So uh, the key thing though, is a lot of farmers want to know how much am I gaining, you know, per acre per year. And most cover crops are going to probably add about a 10th to a 10th and a half percent soil organic matter. So we take those numbers and take them times a 10th to 10th and a half. You're looking at maybe additional 12 to 18 dollars in income on corn and maybe six to nine dollars uh, an acre on soybeans. May not seem like a whole lot, but over time, a couple years, that can really make a big difference. And uh, it's additive. So if you keep adding a tenth to a tenth and a half each year, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing some uh, increases in uh, um, bottom line. Especially in those years like this year, when every dollar counts, when you're looking at paying for inputs. That's right. That's exactly right. So uh, water, of course, is a major driving factor for using cover crops and, and that water can, uh, those covers can help infiltrate more water. How much water can soil organic matter hold? And then how does that translate to the price tag that we put on soil organic matter? You know, it, it kind of varies um, anywhere from about a half inch to almost uh, two acre inches um, uh, for every 1% organic matter. But again, that's per foot of soil. There's really good study by uh, Dr. Berman Hudson that was done uh, back in 1994. It's in the Journal of Soil and Water. And he found that, you know, on a sandy soil with uh, 1% organic matter, uh, that would hold about uh, one acre inch of water. A silty loam holds about 1.9 and a silty clay loam holds about 1.4 acre inches. Now, what happens is as you get more and more organic matter in your soil, the efficiency goes down. So let's just go to the extreme and say, uh, let's say a sandy soil. Uh, now it's pretty hard to get 5%, but let's say you had 5% organic matter. He found that it held about 2.5 acre inches of water. So if you take 2.5 and divide it by five, that's about a half inch. So that's kind of our bottom. On your, on your silty loam, it would hold about four acre inches of water. So four divided by five, you know, that's about 0.8 inches. And then uh, silty clay loam was three. Three, three inches, acre inches, uh, divided that by five, that's about 0.6. So uh, it really does uh, add up to quite a bit of water when you, when you start figuring out, uh, especially as you go deeper into the soil. Now, generally the organic matter level is gonna go down, uh, but that topsoil is really good at, at holding water. We'll be right back to the podcast, but first I want to thank our sponsor. Montag Precision Metering Equipment is helping producers achieve their yield goals while saving on seed and input costs. For establishing cover crops, Montag's family of seed platform equipment adapts to a variety of major brand delivery systems that will conserve seed and nutrients along with soil and water. Explore new options for your production and conservation goals with your Montag dealer or on the Montag Manufacturing website. 
And now back to the podcast. That having that soil organic matter in the, in, at the top of this, of the soil profile, how does that influence soil temperature? And then how can that save growers money? Well, the key thing is uh, the soil organic matter kind of buffers your soil temperature. So keeps it cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter. And uh, it, it's also very efficient at keeping that water around. So, you know, if, if we can add, uh, uh, use one acre inch of water, uh, that translates into about eight bushels of corn, uh, three and a half bushels of soybeans, and about six bushels of wheat. And one of the things that we've kind of learned, uh, this comes from Dr. Elwin Taylor from uh, Iowa State University, is that every 10 degree increase in soil temperature um, relates to about a doubling of how much water that the plant needs. So let's say the soil temperature is at 75 degrees Fahrenheit. That's an ideal growing temperature. You need about one acre inch of water. Soil temperature goes up to 85 degrees. That's 10 degree increase. Now you double how much water you need. So it goes up to two acre inches of water. And if you go, uh, if it gets up to 95, well, now you need four acre inches of water. So really goes back to how effectively that water is used. And we're, we're finding out that the water is very effectively used when we have soil organic matter, and that can translate into higher yields. That topsoil, what is it valued at? There's a couple ways of doing this, but you know, this is probably the easiest way. Again, we probably don't give it enough credit. It's worth a lot more, but this is just one way of looking at it. Let's just say you base it on the price of land. Uh, and let's just say the price of land, just to make it easy, is say $10,000 an acre. Now, it's going to vary you know, from, from each location uh, a little bit. But what we do is we say, okay, how much of that land is for agricultural production? Because you know, I might take a piece of land and I could scrape off all the, the topsoil and it still has value. I could still build a house or put a building on it. And of course, this is going to vary depending on how close you are to a city and that. But if we say maybe 50% of the value of that land is for agricultural production, that's about $5,000. And then if we look at the, the top three inches, okay, of the topsoil, that's, that's about a million pounds or about 500 tons. So if we take the $5,000 for the agricultural value, divide it by the, the 500 tons of topsoil there, that's where we come up with about $10 an acre or $10 a ton for, for the topsoil. And if we look at, you know, the average T value, uh, that's, that's the amount that NRCS says we can erode. I don't really agree with that number because we can generally, we're only making about a half a ton of topsoil a year. Uh, but if, if we take that four to five tons times ten dollars, that's about forty to fifty dollars per acre that we can save by reducing uh, the erosion on that on that soil. So um, with cover crops, so it it does add up, and that's that's per year. So that's about enough right there to pay for the cover crop alone, just the the erosion savings. Some growers choose to apply lime to their soil for various reasons. Talk through a little bit about how that affects uh, some of these costs. One of the things uh, about no-tillers is uh, generally we're seeing that uh, if you're using no-till and cover crops, 
we're not using quite as much lime. Uh, the calcium is less likely to be precipitated out. I always remember the, the saying about what was a poor man's way of liming a soil, and it was just to plow an inch deeper because the calcium is a small ion. It kind of precipitates out and it gets caught in the subsoil. And if you just plowed a little deeper, you could bring it to the surface. Now, you know, if you're trying to correct pH, it's the carbonate in there, but we have the uh, carbon dioxide in the soil, which can actually turn into carbonate with the help of the uh, of, of the uh, calcium there. So if you can save, you know, one to two ton of lime, say uh, per acre, you know, at say $20 a, a ton, plus you got usually your spreading cost, which is maybe, you know, 20, 25, $30 an acre, uh, maybe this year, your, your total lime costs might be, you know, 40 to 60, maybe even $70 per acre. And if you save that over say three to five years, uh, you know, you're saving somewhere between 10 and probably 20, $20 an acre online. Again, it's not a big cost, but uh, at least the year that you're applying that lime, uh, that, that is a fairly large cost. With cover crops, can we adjust their use to reduce the amount of drainage water coming out of the, the drainage tile? Well, that's kind of an interesting thing because here in Ohio, and it's not the same everywhere, but we have uh, lake bed soils and we have enough tile to go to the moon and back about three times. That was in 1980. My guess is today, this that'd be 40 years later, we're probably close to at least six or seven, maybe even 10 times that we could go to the moon. So a lot of guys here, you know, originally put in the tile at maybe 30, you know, let's say 40 to 60 uh, foot spacings. And now they're looking at splitting them. Now it's really critical that you have an outlet for the tile, but is there a way to make those tile work better? And the answer is yes. You can just use the cover crops. The cover crops can go down and they're gonna open that soil up and allow the water to get to the tile. So let's say you're investing somewhere between a thousand to $1,500 an acre for subsurface tile. Yeah, usually tile has an economic life of at least 20 years, although we have some tile that have been put in close to the beginning of the first, you know, of last century that are still working. But usually if you don't put in the tile, you're going to get poor yield. So you, you pay for it one way or the other. So you keep that $1,500 in the bank and let's say uh, you collect two to 3% interest on it. Uh, you can spend that interest on the cover crops, and that might be thirty to forty-five dollars an acre, and uh, that's going to pay for that tile over time. And then at the end of of uh, twenty years, you still got that fifteen hundred dollars that you you saved uh, in the bank. So I think the cover crops do pay; they do help us um, with uh, getting uh, the tile to work better. We're seeing more water. Uh, come through those tiles when we have uh, uh, cover crops in them. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, some uh, in the similar vein of entities that cover crops can help us save money on that that might not be thought of sometimes. Uh, For example, uh, like insecticides, fungicides, and herbicides. One of the the big things with uh, weeds, let's start with that one, is cover crops really help outcompete the weeds. And, and we're finding out that we don't have to put on nearly as much herbicide uh, with that. So uh, they're just outcompeting them for sunlight, water, and nutrients. 
the other thing is cover crops improve soil health. So we're moving more nutrients, especially micronutrients into that plant to keep it healthy. And we know that healthy crops have a lot less insects and uh, insects generally open that plant up to disease. And so if you have less insect damage, uh, you're, you're going to save, uh, you're going to have less disease damage. So generally we can probably cut back at least on herbicides by at least one spray application. And that might be, you know, uh, 20 to $25 an acre. Um, also farmers can, uh, still fight the pest, even with, without the insecticides. Again, I'll just emphasize this, those healthy plants, um, insects cannot, cannot attack them because they can't, uh, use the, um, uh, the full proteins that are being, uh, uh, generated by that plant. They can sense it. They can sense the frequency distance. Insects only attack plants that aren't healthy. So again, you have healthy plants, you're going to have less insects and you'll have a lot less disease. We lose almost 30% of our crop each year on average to, uh, to pests, uh, weeds, insects, and disease. So you've got good, so healthy soils, you're going to have a lot less uh, of these pests. So what about cover crops as an additional income stream for growers? What does that look like? Well, a couple ways you can you can graze it, you can use it for forage, or you can even grow uh, cover crop seeds. So, you know, I, I often get asked, you know, what's the value of that forage, you know, for livestock? You know, it's not uncommon to be able to get four to five dry tons of hay or or haylage that we can use that can that can be grazed. Depends on the price of hay, but it's pretty good quality. That could be worth anywhere from $100 to $200 a ton. So depending on what value you put it on it, it's somewhere around probably $400 to $1,000 per acre. Uh, It's a lot easier if you let the cows do it because then you don't have to spread the manure. They can just go out there and graze it, even sheep, uh, hogs. Uh, there's there's a lot of different things that, that we can uh, use this for forage. So we do find that soil health improves uh, where the farmers have livestock because we're putting those, we're, we're completing that cycle, putting the nutrients right back on where it should be. Awesome. So then if uh, a grower does graze livestock on their cover crops, would the value of their manure be higher than say grain fed? Really good question. Uh, and it's a tough question. Uh, I don't know that there's a lot of research on that, but, you know, just thinking logically, the answer might be maybe uh, if those plants, uh, uh, cover crop plants are improving the nutrient density uh, and the, the manure is utilized a little more uh, efficiently. Uh, yes, that manure might have even more value than, than off of a conventional farm. So it's not an easy question to answer, but, but I think there could be a value, especially when we look at uh, human health and the nutrient density, start looking at, at how that improves. Just getting more denser, uh, higher level of nutrients into a plant, I think has a big impact on, on our human health. And that's, that's good for everybody. Well, I had to throw in one tough question there. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're about to the end here. Where can our listeners go for more information about uh, the, the economics of cover crops? Well, I do have a website. 
And so you can go to uh, hormonsoilhealth.com and that's spelled Horman, H-O-O-R-M-A-N. It's all one word, soilhealth.com. Or you can always give me a call. Uh, my telephone number is 419-421-7255. So uh, I am working on a grant uh, with the University of Akron Research Foundation, and uh, we are doing some active teaching. I have a lot of resources on my website, so um, you're, you're welcome to contact me at any time. Great. Well, thanks so much, Jim. Appreciate your time. For more information about all things cover crops, visit us online at covercropstrategies.com and be sure to register for the upcoming 2022 National Cover Crop Summit on March 15th and 16th. This virtual event will feature 12 speakers, including Jim, who you just heard, talking about all aspects of cover crops. So that's definitely something you don't wanna miss out on. Once again, I want to thank our sponsor. Montag Precision Metering Equipment is helping producers achieve their yield goals while saving on seed and input costs. For establishing cover crops, Montag's family of seed platform equipment adapts to a variety of major brand delivery systems that will conserve seed and nutrients along with soil and water. Explore new options for your production and conservation goals with your Montag dealer or on the Montag Manufacturing website. For more information about all things cover crops, visit us online at covercropstrategies.com.